previously on You All Everybody. Oh my fucking god. I was so happy. <laughs> All capitals. Alark is alive as a human. Sorry, spoilers for anyone. I was freaking out, okay? That guy's a dickbag, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I don't care. Go ahead. Yeah. I hope Marcus listens to this. You are a dickbag, Marcus. I'm not saying she deserved to die. I'm just saying she wasn't. (laughs) 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 Welcome to you all, everybody. You all, everybody. There we go. Uh, I'm Aaron. With me, as always, are Vanessa and Erica. Hello. (laughs) Hello. So this week we are on this week's episode is called uh, Deus Ex Machina. So it means uh, it's it's like a plot device thing. It's a. like a MacGuffin. device from a higher power. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Did you look it up? Yeah. Well, I had seen something about it before you. I knew this. That was the name of this episode. Like that same day, I had read something about it. I don't know what I was doing. Then I did look it up again today. There you go. It's an un- unexpected power or event saving a seemingly hopeless situation, especially a contrived plot device in a play or novel. I think MacGuffin's the same thing, but I'm not positive. Which is just a movie thing, like a. Like some that anyway, actually I think that's different. But anyway, okay, so it's called Deus Ex Machina. So today we are drinking uh, Deus Sex on the mush- mush- the Machina. <laughs> Deus Sex on the Machina, which is just our version of a Sex on the Beach, which is pretty much by our version. I usually just mean that there's more alcohol in it. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't measure. I just poured in the alcohol that you brought over, and then filled up the rest of the cup with some cranberry juice and orange juice. Nice. I measured to the letter. Okay, so well, poured a little extra cranberry because apparently I had PTSD on the flavor. Oh yeah. Yeah. It From... it, it tasted like twenty first birthday, not good memories. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun day. I didn't have a sex on the beach. I had a fuzzy navel, but it Just tasted. Peach. It tasted like peach and orange, and I was like, mm, no. Gotcha. Don't like that. Okay, so uh, so the yes, and then that drink consists of an ounce and a half of vodka. An ounce of peach schnapps, two, two ounces. Well, you put two? <laughs> two? Two. Yeah. Two ounces of cranberry juice and two ounces of orange juice. And, like, do we even have to ask if we like it? Because, like, everyone's had this drink at least once. I don't know if I've ever had it. Really? I don't think I've had it till right now. Like, because I'm not a peach fan. I I don't know. Like, it's it's one of those drinks that people who don't really drink order, probably while giggling. Oh. While the bartender kind of judges them, like. Sure, no problem. Like I usually order a Jameson meat, so yeah, I know it's kind of the opposite. I don't think I was ever that person. Like the drink reminds me of going to clubs in Tijuana when I was eighteen, nineteen, because that oh, was, yeah. it was either it was either this, it was either this, or they had like two two drinks at clubs, clubs, long, clubs yes. in Tijuana. Yes, yes, clubs in Tijuana. It was either had... Long Island, something pink, and probably something blue. This this was the pink one, and then I don't. The blue one is the. Uh... MF. I don't think it was just because those are too strong. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So it reminds me of that, and like it's like, I don't know. It's just a sweet I think, drink. I think uh, Chris's girlfriend ordered one one time. Yeah. She she she. That thing. This might be her drink. Which I'm like again. It's like people that don't drink that get giggly when they order. It. They're like, hee hee, sex on the beach. And is like, no problem. But like, I I realized when I was uh writing this up that. Out of all the years I bartended, I don't think I've ever had any ever had anyone order a Sex on the Beach 
without a smile on their face like all like <laughs> it's never like it's never like someone after a hard day comes in they're like <sighs> give me a sex on the beach like it's like I'm, I'm curious what those people order like the people that drink these what they order when they go in and and like after a hard day they're like give me a screwdriver like bartender's like whoa bad day huh <laughs> sorry it's open mic night <laughs> no, like i've never ordered a screwdriver but i made one in my car one time when i had to go watch a movie with my mom and my step grandma that's that's a good call and it was a morning <laughs> show so oh, i yeah, was like best. i'm gonna get a little buzz before i go in yeah. and do this <laughs> Screwdrivers are for the alcoholic on the go. It's got a long day ahead. We were watching Les Mis. It would seem perfect. <laughs> it's depressing, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I needed a pick-me-up. <laughs> so, yeah. It's it's a sweet drink. It tastes like juice. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> the peach um, flavored smoothie that I had before this was actually better and healthier for me. Tasted better and was healthier for me, so. You should just dump some... Some vodka in that, maybe. Damn, that's what I should have done. Yeah. Hey, next time I go get a smoothie from Panera, can you put a little vodka in there, please? <laughs> you might have to do that in your car, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the worst drink in the world. I probably would never order one, and I will not yeah. have more than one tonight. I have my yeah. backup drink. I got it. I got a tiny one. I, like she, she poured, she, uh, when she was pouring them out, she, uh, I made two and I was like, like oh, pouring, pour, them funky. I'll pour two small glasses. And then when I poured the first glass, I was like, oh, okay, that's perfect amount. And then I poured the second glass and, uh, um, there's only that much. And I was like, that, I'll take that one if you want the other one. That's totally fine. Cause... <laughs> but okay. So, uh, so yeah, like I said, we're on season one, episode 19. It's called Deus Ex Machina. First aired March 30th, 2005, with 17.75 million viewers. It was written by uh, showrunners Carlton Cuse and Damon Lindelof and directed by Robert Mandel. And then we are on day 39. This takes place day, during day 39 and 41 on the island. So they're going into like month two. Yes, yes. Yeah. So yeah, we're what, a week? Almost two weeks into month? Yeah. Yeah, into month two. Um. So this episode focuses focuses on Locke, who up to this point is probably one of the more mysterious characters on the show, I would say. Like, he's only had one episode so far in which we find out he was in a wheelchair before crashing, and he was in Australia because he attempted to go on a walkabout, or I guess it would have been a willabout in his case, you know? But, uh, <laughs> was guy. denied because of his condition. Uh, so he seems like a, kind of like a skilled tracker and hunter, as well as an avid fan of phone sex operators. Mm-hmm. And then... Like makes it, it makes me curious if like once he lost the ability to walk, he was like, man, I have no idea what to do with my time now. But then he was watching TV at the same time. And one of those commercials came on. We're like, call now to talk to the pretty girls. And he's like, all right, got nothing else to do. I can't walk. So like he like calls that up and he just like, this is new. This is a new thing. He never no going back from there. Do they still have those commercials on TV now? Yes. Yes. Do. <laughs> I don't watch cable. I know when like back in the day, I didn't know if it was like a. 90s 2000s thing but yeah they definitely they definitely do have still have those commercials yes they do which i'm like why would you do that but i don't know maybe it's to get like people that are were already like into i don't anyway uh any any thoughts on lock trying to get little 18 to 20 year olds pretty much yeah but like they can just go watch porn porn i I, that's what i don't get like yeah why would you why would you do it like call when you could 
go to the internet and see it. Exactly. Or talk to someone. I don't know. More of a... Yeah, but you can also go on the internet and like watch like a live video too, where they can, where you can interact with the person. You can. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> that's gonna be expensive though. Uh, maybe maybe that's the draw right there, where that where yeah. it's like cheaper to do the calling, but you yeah. don't know if you're talking to like some like boar like or moose <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah I'm talking to a voice actress you're not talking to a, she's not an actress yes yeah. i'm pretty sure there's some sort of there's a movie with uh jake gyllenhaal and uh what's her face <sighs> princess diaries jane hathaway. Anne hathaway. Anne hathaway where i'm like pretty positive that that's like her side job She's like a phone sex operator. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I just saw that. What? Is this it a was, Disney movie? The, no, the, it's, it's a, a Valentine's movie. movie. It's the Valentine's I, Day I don't remember thing. what the movie was about, really. The only thing I really remembered was that and the fact that it was a funny joke that the only time he had ever said he genuinely loves somebody was to a cat or something like that and i thought i think it was that valentine's day movie where they're all like it's like 20 different people's story and they're all like it wouldn't surprise me yeah i think that's what it was because i feel like i just watched that not too long ago Mm -hmm. anyway thoughts on lock (laughs) (laughs) before the show uh yeah yeah before we watch this one no nothing you haven't already said nothing i haven't already said erica yeah, nothing. 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 I haven't already said. Okay. I think he's a super cool guy. <laughs> Opposite, obviously, Vanessa. Um, I don't know that this episode. I don't know. Let's get through the episode, and I'll decide whether or not this changed my mind. Because I okay. feel like I feel slightly less, but not in her direction, in a offset direction. Okay. More of a pity yeah side. it's yeah okay well okay all right well so we start off with the previously on lost and then we see the guys we see the guy that runs the walkabout telling a wheelchair bound lock what what he can't do which like that guy is definitely not a fan of don't tell him what he can't do you know <laughs> we then see him walking up the beach after the crash and being able to walk that's the next shirt i need what it says don't tell me what i can't do oh yeah i want it never mind okay I want to I want to get like a like a carpenter one or like a, something like that. And it'll just say, don't tell me what I can't glue. I'm trying to think of a better joke than that. But like something that somebody that glues all the time is working with glue. I don't know. <laughs> I, a profession or like or like a, or like a, somebody that the like a ab- kindergarten teacher. Yeah. Or a crafter. Think, yeah. D- cra- DIYer. Anyway. That's um, a dumb joke. I know. I know. You should just get a regular lock shirt. Yeah, so anyway, we uh, then see him walk, waking up on the beach after the crash and being able to walk, and then uh, he and Boone discussing how to open the hatch, and then we immediately go start off in a flashback, we get a... Okay, first of all, that hole, two weeks, and he dug all of that? Oh, we haven't got there yet. Did they show it? Did they, they show saw, the hole? They did, I think I, I, I mentioned it in the next... Oh, yeah, yeah, it's in the next... The beginning They've of it, but yeah, made progress. no. What when you saw it? When you saw it in the uh, previously on, it's just the top of it. Like it's just what it's right when they found it, and then like as they're like sitting there staring at it and talking. Yeah, but but once we get to that, we uh, it's 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 in the first island scene. Anyway, so uh, we see Locke working at a store, 
setting up a game, uh, the game Mousetrap. I think it looked like a kind of like a... It looked like a Costco. I'm it was pretty actually, sure I it, saw when they were in the parking lot later that it said Costco. Yes, it was, filmed, it was filmed at a Costco. But I also got weird, like, toy warehouse kind yeah, of vibes. Because it seemed like they only sold toys. No, because he... He, uh, you, if you look in the background, cause I was, I, I was like, at first I thought, well, that, if you look in the background, it looks like a Costco. Yeah. So anyway, so, uh, he's setting up the, um, game mousetrap as a kid walks up to him and Locke shows, uh, starts showing, showing him how to play it. And like, is he on the clock? Because, you know, if so, like, I'm beginning to understand why his old boss, Randy was giving him so much crap in his last flashback. Like you're on the clock, man, <laughs> put down that game and get to fucking work. I don't Maybe know. That's part of his job. I was just like, of course he works at a toy store with kids. <laughs> <laughs> Creeper. <laughs> so, so uh, some lady watching, or so, he notices some lady watching them and probably thinks to himself, like, damn, that might be some, someone from corporate. I better get to work. And so he, like, goes over. I felt like she was creepy. I thought he was thinking it might be one of his phone sex operators because she looked like she might be doing that. <laughs> And I just thought, holy shit, this this redhead is a creepy, creepy chick. And then finding out later who she is, I'm like, mm, maybe that's where he gets his creepiness from. Huh. It's his trait. It's passed on. So she asks him where the footballs are, and he tell, tells her aisles 8 and 15, both of which are part of the numbers and are the plane's flight number. I gotta pay attention to that. And like I said in the last episode, if like you're like listening to stuff, or if, you, when, if you're rewatching stuff, you start to notice like more and more... I forgot about um, the copier machine. We just recently the released machine? the episode of uh, Charlie. Oh, yeah. When he's trying to sell the copier yeah, and machines. The, and yeah. you said it was model 815. And I was like, damn, I forgot about that. But uh, so we get another. And then go to Boone and Locke sitting on top of the hatch door, which they've done a darn fine job of digging out. Because, yes, that's what you're yes. talking about. Which That's what I was talking about. I'm like, okay, now I know why Boone has been... Missing in action from the last couple episodes, but they did. He did all that in two weeks by himself. One, where did he get a shovel? Two, why was there a shovel on the airplane? And if he doesn't have a shovel, how the hell did he do all that? That's a good question. He had the um, axe. Maybe he's just, just axing the dirt. And there's, I mean, there's got to be just made like a makeshift. There's, they made a they made a trebu- trebuchet, so there's got to be like something like that was shaped like shovelish on like part of the plane, and then maybe they like hooked it up to That's a stick. They, yeah. they must have made some sort of excavation type tool with all the other tools they're making there. Yeah. So they they put the final touches on a homemade trebuchet and then hoist the arm up in the air into position over the hatch window, which it looked like it was part of the plane. That the yeah, yeah, yeah. the the arm, like the top yeah. of the arm. But Locke gives a quick countdown and they release the arm, which shatters after slamming down to the hatch, the window, as the rest of the trebuchet just completely falls apart. I would cry. Well, you thought... You that that literally must have taken so long to make. Yeah, well, it took at least two weeks. I would have just started <laughs> crying. How how strong is bamboo? Because he strong. said it has like two tons of force behind it. And I'm like, can bamboo, bamboo really can give you snap, two tons but... of force? I don't know. I think it depends on how how high you get it, and then like how heavy the thing is on top of it, and that he's might be a little full of shit. So you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mixture of those three things. I mean, he doesn't have any rubber bands. I'm sure he's modeling this slightly off of the mousetrap game. Yeah, and there are definitely rubber bands in that game. 
Are there? I've never played it. I always wanted to, but I never did. Why? It's boring. It's terrible. Is it? Yeah. Like, yeah. literally, the only exciting part was the part he played making the trap. Do you know how long it takes well, to make the trap in the game? No, because I thought that's you all get you- a piece. That's all you do, is make the trap. Yeah. And then you get stuck in it after. Okay, but like- It's a terrible game. What are you doing for the rest of the time? Building the trap. That's I literally think you all roll you're doing. You're moving, your, you're moving your mouse around. You're- Picking up little pieces of cheese that you add to the cheese wheel, I think. I don't know. It's been a long time since I played it. All I remember is it was really boring and really stupid and we didn't play it very often. So, okay. <laughs> Your whole goal is to, like, pick up pieces <clears throat> of the trap and you're making the trap as you go along. And then when somebody finally lands in the cheese wheel, you're like, hey, <laughs> get to release the trap. And then hope that the trap actually works and comes down. <laughs> On them, because then if it doesn't, then you're just like, oh shit, I wasted all this time for nothing. Because hmm. it's a child's game with not real parts. Okay. I kind of still want to play it, but... Alright, so... Uh, uh... I'll steal it from my mom's house next time we're there, then. Okay. Uh, so yeah, they the trebuchet falls apart. Uh, Locke walks over to inspect the hatch window and notices it pretty much completely undamaged. So he kind of starts like throwing a little bit of a fit as Boone walks up to him and points out a piece of shrapnel sticking out of his leg, which he just, Locke seems just completely unaware of. So Locke pulls the shrapnel out and they both kind of stare at it for a second before Boone asks if he's okay. And Locke kind of says he's, Locke says he's fine, but they kind of look like, holy crap, that thing's, because it was like a pretty big piece. Yeah. And it looked like it was in there pretty deep. So we then cut to that night as Locke finishes bandaging up his leg. He then begins poking his leg with a safety pin to check for feeling, but notices that there isn't any. So he kind of like, he's like, uh-oh, uh-oh. Pretty sure that's not how you're supposed to use a safety pin. No. What do you mean? He's, that's the whole point of a safety pin. So it doesn't poke you. Well, he's, yeah, but you know, he's te- you, got, you, got, you got to test stuff. So he then decides to take his test to the absolute extreme by taking a burning stick from the fire and pressing it against the bottom of his foot, which he can't feel right then, but I'm sure it's going to hurt like hell when he gets feeling back in his legs. Like, he's going to get infected, especially running around in the jungle. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Like, And he should know that. He should know that. Like... Okay, so it you couldn't feel it, but that's going to affect you later when it gets infected. And Because yeah. it wasn't like a... like a, No. It was like... Like jamming it that's into his gonna foot. That's going to get infected, for sure. Like, yeah. when he kept saying, oh, you're hobbling later, I'm like, yeah, because he... Didn't even think foot. about that, but yeah. <laughs> also, like, at first I was like, maybe he does have feeling in his leg, and he's just, like, really into pain. He's like, oh, that's the stuff. Really missed Helen, huh? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, uh, and then, uh, anyway, the screen goes black. We get the opening title with the wee and then get, uh, Locke and Boone in the jungle. I can tell you're tired. You didn't even give it any effort. <laughs> Come on, Erica. I, I zoomed in with you. <laughs> and, uh, we get Locke and Boone in the jungle chopping wood for a new trebuchet. And Boone is being fucking all Debbie Downer by telling him the hatch window is not going to break. Locke is like, yes, it will. And Boone's like, but what if it doesn't? So Locke's like, tells him that the island will tell them what to do, which probably should have been Boone's maybe first sign to not blindly follow him. But, you know, when he's like taking orders from the island. But then we get a, a flashback to Locke leaving work when he notices the, the lady that was staring at him earlier is up to her old tricks again, just being all starey. 
couldn't tell if he was leaving work or getting to his next shift. I don't know. But uh, she walks away and he begins running after her. She gets, he gets knocked uh, to the ground when a car backs up into him, but still manages to catch up to her. And she admits that she's his mom. We then cut to them at a diner and Locke asking her what she wants. She, she tells him that he's special and her finding him was a sign. He asks if his dad is still alive, but she's like, bro, you ain't getting it. You were immaculately conceived. I knew she was going to say that. Yeah? <laughs> I knew. I was like, he's he's going to think that's why he's going to like, like he's God. Like he's some kind of, I don't know. I was like, Shh. as soon as she said it, I was like, I knew it. I knew hmm. she was going to say that. They're both cracked out. They're both weirdos. This is where he gets it from. It's like, hmm. oh my God. And why is she wearing a fur coat? It does not look that hot out or that cold outside. Because she's she's got style. Yeah, you know she's got a. I mean, judging now where she probably got that fur coat from, she's got a flaunted. Where'd she get it from? <laughs> His dad. Oh, true. She that's why she needs money. She's yeah. going to buy more fur coats. Yeah, exactly. She's like, this one's not furry enough. I need another one. We then get another. Go back to the island as Sawyer walks up to Sun while she's gardening, begins to question her about some plants and then mentioning that they're not working. Kathan walks up and asks what's going on. He says nothing and walks away. So Sun tells her that Sawyer's been getting headaches and that aspirin's not working anymore or not working at all. Then go to the caves with Kate walking up to Jack and telling him that Sawyer's been getting headaches and asks if he can check on him. But Jack is pretty much like, what's the point? He's just going to give me a hard time and blow me off. And give him a new nickname. Exactly. He specifically says that, which I thought was hilarious. That was funny. I thought it was funny, too. <laughs> uh, we then cut to the jungle as Boone and Walk... Boone Walk. Boone walks up to Locke while he's building a trebuchet and tells him that he's done working on the hatch because they can't open it. So Locke takes this opportunity to get in his daily, like, don't tell me what I can't do, which I think is like a multivitamin for him. He's like, I, I gotta get my daily. In. I was so excited. I was like, Boone is finally smartening up. He's getting out Standing of the clutches of the island Scientology chapter. <laughs> yep. I was like, you go, Boone. Yeah. But, uh, sorry, Locke tells him they were supposed to find it and open it and that their faith is being tested, but the island will send them a sign. Just then they see a smoking plane that looks like it's on its way down. Locke asks Boone if he saw it, and then we get a scene that definitely freaked me out the first time I watched it because I watched it at, like, 2 a.m. at Same. my mom's house at 2 a.m. and, like, it was empty or whatever, and we're in the dark. So I was like, what the? And this, this show doesn't have, like, I think it it mostly, like, kind of, like, startled me because this sh- this was the first time the show does this kind of, like, uses this kind of, like, creepy horror element. So, like, it was kind of unexpected. Unless there's another time I so mean, far. the voices yeah. gave me the same reaction. Um... But yes, same. I was watching it probably about 2 a.m., 3 a.m., headphones, binging, and this came on and I was like, <gasps> like not, <laughs> not okay. I guess I just watched too many horror films. Cause yeah, I when I got to this scene this time, I was like, mm, nope, don't like that. Like, I'm out. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't remember the scene until we got to it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I did not like this. This time or last time. Yeah, I, I think it was just super unexpected. It was nice for watching it this time during the day and with you. Yeah. It was less scary. <laughs> uh, okay, so what happens during the scene? So Locke asked Boone if he saw the plane. And we see Boone looking to the sky and then get a quickly, like a quick inserted shot of him all bloody. And then Locke turning around after hearing something behind him and seeing his mother, like 
do a point to the sky. He then turns around again and we see Boone all bloody and repeating. Teresa falls up the stairs. Teresa falls down the stairs. Just over and over again. We then see Locke in his wheelchair as he begs the island not to take it back before finally waking up. So we then go to the next morning with Locke uh, waking Boone up as we get another flashback to uh, Locke speaking with the private detective who tells him that the woman who visited him is actually his mom and that she's schizophrenic. Makes sense. Explain some things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think they have some similarities. (laughs) Yeah. I think once he told him that, he probably should have gotten tested for any... I don't think you can get tested for that. I'm not sure, though. I'm pretty sure you can get tested for markers on it. Oh, right. Like, it is... A, Plus, like, I don't... It is I think, genetic. I know it's... Well, I don't... Oh, I, don't, I actually don't know, but... Uh, I think you have to have, like, um, symptoms, and you have to have yeah. specific... I watched a lot of uh, videos on schizophrenia and multiple personalities, <laughs> but I yeah, think you same. have to have symptoms that... There's, um, there's symptoms for it, and usually yeah. with men, it comes in their, like, 20s. Like... Usually they would have, he would have already had it basically. Well, like what I was reading about it because I was researching something for and like that cracked article, which I was like, Jesus, schizophrenia is like fucked up. But like it usually uh, women, it can appear in their thirties like later, but it usually it usually appears in guys in there when they're younger. Anyway, um, Locke then asks about his dad. And the private eye pretty much tells him that his dad probably doesn't know that he exists, so don't expect anything. And then hands Locke a folder with his, his dad's info. We then go to Locke pulling up to a gate or a gated house and telling the guard that he's the son of Anthony Cooper, who's his dad. So the guard makes a call to the house before letting him in. We cut to inside the house with Locke meeting Anthony Cooper, who offers him a drink and asks about Locke's mom. Scotch. Good guy. What? He offers some scotch. Oh, he offers some I scotch. Said, yeah, good guy. Yeah, yeah, totally good guy. Yeah, eighty <laughs> percent of the risk for developing schizophrenia schizophrenia is hereditary. Okay, I told you, it's pretty positive. Locke tells him that she said she was immaculately conceived, which makes Cooper, which he Cooper laughs at before telling John that he knew she gave him up for adoption, and then asking if John has any family. Locke tells him no, so Cooper invites him to go hunting and... Explains a lot. Locke agrees to. What? His hunting skills and stuff. Oh, yeah. That's where he learned Tracking and stuff. That's obviously what they're alluding to. That That's where he learned it. I was like, don't go. This guy didn't want you. He's going to kill you. He's going to think you're after his money. Don't go hunting. I just think I the only part that I thought was weird, I guess, was that he said he knew about him the whole time, but never reached out or even tried. I think he, yeah, I don't know. He gave him up for adoption. You don't, you don't. But usually, the parent isn't the one seeking them out. Like, there's a reason they gave him up for adoption. She gave him up for adoption. Uh, uh, Yeah, but I felt like he didn't. He could. He probably could have done something but she told like from this scene i got that he didn't know where he was and thought he had already been adopted so he didn't search him out more makes sense i i i just don't think i think the only reason that he contacted him is because he wanted something from him or like he found him like he knew he had a son but anyway so uh go back to the hatch with Locke telling boone about his dream and then saying uh I like I know where we need to go to open this this bitch up. 
So Boone kind of starts to question him by asking if he like ask him if he cooked up some more of that hallucination paste that he like that he used on Boone. And Locke's like, "Don't tell me what I can't brew." And then he asks who Teresa is. I actually thought the paste joke was pretty funny. Yeah, that what was it? Did you write it down? I did not. It's like, did you use some of that paste that I think made me see my sister die? Yeah, something like that. Have you been Have you been playing around with that paste? Yeah. <laughs> So Boone's like, what? How'd you know about Teresa? And then Locke's like, come with me to find the plane. Hey, maybe I'll tell you. So Boone agrees. And then we go to the beach where Michael and Jen are working on a raft as Jack walks up and comments on how much progress they've made. Jen basically stops or tells him to stop yakking and get back to work. And then Michael mentions that they're slowly learning to communicate with each other. I thought it was funny. He said, I'm pretty sure I know in Korea now work faster and idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say that's that's probably a good guess. But uh Jack then notices Sawyer putting a cloth over his eyes, so he walks over and asks about his head. Sawyer of course begins giving him a hard time, so Jack walks away before Sawyer calls him back and tells him that his uncle died of a brain tumor. So he's like obviously kind of worried about the headaches. Jack tells him he can do some tests to figure out what's wrong, but Sawyer makes an insurance joke and Jack smiles and basically is like, Good one, Jude or Good one, dude. Uh, enjoy that tumor. And then, like, walks away. Which I, again, thought was funny because then you see Locke, like, or sorry, you see uh, Sawyer kind of, like. Start sniffing. Oh, yeah, because yeah, he's, he, like, sniffing yeah, around, he, uh, like, trying to see if he smells anything. Yeah, because Jack mentions the, uh, like, phantom smells. Right, right, right. Yeah. Which I'm like, mm, not the best place to be smelling around if you smell anything burning when you're <laughs> right there on the beach with everybody's campfires, but whatever. True. This whole plot line with. Sawyer is weird to me because at first I was like, are you so dumb that you're going to avoid getting help from the doctor because you're proud and like stuck in your like ways to accept the doctor's help? But then like, I mean, there's people passing up free vaccines right now. So, you know, so. yes, but it you don't go to the doctor because it costs money. And I also yeah. half the time I'm like, what, what are they going to do? Tell me I'm sick. I know I'm sick. OK, but like. But you're also not worried about stuff. Like, yeah. he's actually like he's actually and, worried about it because he thinks yeah. it might be something. And here, we would have to make an appointment. Exactly. And get time off of work and do all this. He has to walk to a cave and be like, hey, dude, I've got this little thing going on and it's free and it's like, it's not as much of a hassle. Yeah, and asking for help. I guess thing. I wouldn't care as much if it was free because then what? It, like now it's like, what am I gonna do? Pay out like a hundred bucks to go have them tell me I'm sick when I already know I'm sick, which wouldn't be a problem if it was free and being like told you're sick. And it's yeah, although I guess it's like also not like yeah, you're not. I'm coughing and sneezing versus I have headaches every day for a week now. Like yeah, if I was having headaches for weeks then I would probably go through all the trouble to go to the doctor. Yeah, but they, it's... They didn't test me for glasses until I kept, like, complaining about headaches. Really? Yeah, they just, they were like, oh, we'll just move her to the front row. She can see better then. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, well, maybe kind of dim the lights when she's in class. Like, it might help a little bit. Because the lights really hurt my head. Man, they really did everything they could before they actually had you, like, yeah, go to the doctor. Yeah, I didn't get glasses until I was, like, 13. Damn. And I had needed them the whole time. Well, like, the only other thing that I could get, like, understand from this, from his perspective, is that it's asking for help. So, which, well, it's, and it's asking for help for someone. Well, he obviously also thought it was a way worse problem than that. Like, I mean, <laughs> honestly, 
from his symptoms, I wouldn't have thought he needed glasses. Yeah, but on top of that, if it was a tumor, it's not like you can do anything about it. Correct. So, so why would he even well, want to be like worrying about it the whole time? Yeah, I get. Yeah, okay. Like, why sense. would you want to keep causing yourself anxiety the whole time instead of just dealing with it? Yeah, but, well, because you have to talk. You have to ask the guy that that you kind of get like along with. Have any and... medicine or anything or any surgery capabilities there? Yeah, try to torture you. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. try to torture you. So uh, from there, we go back to the jungle where Boone mentions that he maybe might have mentioned Teresa while they were looking while they were working on the hatch, and then begins to question question him about the plane when Locke falls down. Boone's like, "What's wrong with your leg?" And Locke says he's fine. Instead of just being like, "Bitch, do you not remember the huge piece of shrapnel that was lodged in, lodged in my leg?" Because like that's what's wrong with my leg. I burnt it. Uh, yeah, exactly, <laughs> and that too. <laughs> I was uh, testing something and I burnt it. <laughs> so uh, as he stands up, he grabs a rosary he notices on a branch and begins to look around. Boone asks him where it came from and Locke is like, right here. And then like pulls a vine that makes a body fall to the ground. Didn't like that. Didn't like what, the dead person? No, nope, didn't oh, like yeah. that. It was definitely like mummified, decomposed. It'd been there a few years. Yeah. At least a couple, he said. Yeah, he said two to ten. Yeah. So uh, we then flash back to John arriving at Anthony Cooper's house so they can go hunting. But when he walks in, he sees a nurse hooking Cooper up to di- to a dialysis machine. And a rewatch of these scenes definitely helps you pick up on the fact that he's setting John up with how he mentions that jo- that Locke should have arrived. Like, he's like, you're early. And Locke's like, I'm here when you said to be here. You only noticed that on the rewatch? Yeah, I, I didn't. Like... <laughs> As soon as he walked in, I was like, ah, uh, he's using him. He needs some. Well, I kind of had a feel- feeling from the beginning because he just, he was way too accepting, way too fast. Like, who are you? Hey, let's go hunting, buddy. True. And like, all like True. within the same second, you know, sentence. And uh, I was like, this guy's not. He didn't seem to question at all that this was his kid. He didn't yeah. have any, like. I mean, yes, he said, yeah, I mean, he said his mother's name and he obviously recognized his mother's name, but it just seemed like there should have been more questions or more, are you sure, going on early. Yeah. Some more tangible proof situation, Mm -hmm. I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, No, I guess he said he knew of him because he said he thought she gave him up for adoption so, yeah and he knew he was alive he knew he existed yeah yeah just he i think i still would have asked for proof that that was him yeah so uh cooper tells him that he needs a kidney transplant asap but it's not likely to happen because he's old as fuck which were my words not his uh john asks him how long he has and cooper basically tells him like, plays him like a fiddle by telling him that he's okay for the time being, and he was just trying to avoid to tell him. Like, avoid telling him because he didn't want to make an issue. Make it an issue. Locke kind of gives, like, a sad look of, like, damn it, I was just getting to know this guy. And then we get a... I don't know that it's because he's old. <clears throat> he's just obviously not a high priority on no, the list. That, that's what he says. He says, I'm I'm older, so I'm not, a, like, as high as a pro- of, of a priority. He's because also of my probably age. not as dire. Like, he's up walking around... Shooting the breeze, still hunting. Like, he's not in a hospital. Yeah. There, I don't I don't know how those work. I'm yeah. pretty sure not. it's not just age. It's also 
how quickly are you going to die from this situation? Yeah. But mm. he didn't look anywhere near death to me. He didn't mm. even look a little yellow or green or anything. He still had his <laughs> color. He was good. The only problem with him was that stupid beret he's wearing later. But, I mean, <laughs> other than that, he seems like a great guy. He likes scotch. He likes hunting. He's up walking around. Good he, color. He won Erica over after the scotch, apparently. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> he's a great guy. He's got bad fashion sense. Yeah. Uh, so we go back to the jungle where Locke and Boone are going to the dead guy's clothes, the dead priest's clothes. Locke mentions that he's probably been dead for a couple of years as they notice he has a gold tooth before searching him and finding like a pen knife. And that they give to pins. Why would you pull out the pin out of his pocket and then hand it? To pins and pins opens it and it's like oh this is a nice pin and then you're like oh it's not a pin it's a knife or like an envelope opener and i'm like that's even worse why would you give him a pin that looks like a pin but it's definitely a weapon that's like he's like i didn't know they made him the knives oh yeah his the look on his face too was like oh i'm keeping this this is this is nice so they also find a large wad of nigerian bills and a gun then go back to the beach where Sawyer obviously has a headache and he starts yelling at some fucking guy who's just sitting there pounding on a piece of metal for some reason, but I'm not sure quite why. Like, it made me curious if the if that if it was just that guy's thing. Like every day when the sun hits the big rock on the beach, this dude is like, Well, better get to work. And just sit go he's like, boom, boom. Cause like, what? Yeah, I didn't I didn't see a single reason why he should be pounding on that. He just looked like he was panning on it to be a dick, honestly. Just, like he's bored. He's like, Ugh. I don't even have I I mean, I do still have headache problems, but even if I didn't have a headache and he was making that kind of noise, I would have been irritated to be like, shut up. Like, I don't like loud noises. That really irritates me. I I would have had the same position. Like, I don't ha- understand how two other people were right next to him not complaining. Well, no, they were they were working. They were actually doing shit, yeah, not banging working. around. They were working. He yeah. was banging for no reason. Maybe that's his job. Maybe. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna get bad. Okay. Um so yeah. Uh anyway, Kate walks over to him, grabs him, and takes him to the caves where Jack begins examining him. He starts testing his vision and uh vision and hearing while asking regular like doctor questions, like when the headache started, and then if he hasn't when he wakes up, but then he starts getting a little more personal questioning if he's ever had sex with a prostitute or contracted an STD. Oh, I was just going to say, there's no way he was checking his pupils in that cave. It was way too dark. He should have been at least outside in the sun because he could not see what his eyes were doing. What happened to his little doctor light? He didn't have oh, a little true. doctor light. He was just making him follow a pin around, which I'm I, sure well, was the envy that I think, I think the that, pins didn't have that pin in like his the, collection. I think that. I think that pin thing is is to well I know what it is for when you're like they're te- like the cops are testing you it's to see how your eye bounces yeah. around, but I'm not sure why the doctors do it. Like I don't that's not a pupil thing, is it? To he said he was it, testing his reactivity. Oh, uh, but uh, but he couldn't. The cave well, was the, too dark. The light in your eye, the pupil. Yeah. Even if he didn't need it to like test his pupils, at least see them because. It was True. dark in there. There's no way he w- could yeah. actually see his eyes. I just don't understand how a surgeon... Like, I understand a surgeon is a doctor. But there, he's not an eye doctor. I understand that he probably knows some sort of general... You know, like, general... Yeah. Practice. Practice, but, like... 
His specialty is in surgery. Unless his specialty is in eye surgery, I don't really understand how him doing these tests on him are really going to be that accurate. I don't know. Maybe there's just basic tests you can do about it. Jack is all-knowing. He knows everything. He has to solve all the problems of the island. It's true. I just, I've never been to a doctor's office that's like, hey, you see better now or worse now? Yeah, it would have been more believable if they had, like, made him some kind of general practitioner doctor. Yeah. kind of had knowledge of everything. Yeah. I I just don't find it, I guess, believable that a surgeon is going to be like, hey, you need glasses. Yeah. Mm. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, he, he asks Jack about the STD thing, Sawyer, or sorry, he asks Sawyer about that. Sawyer pretty much tells him to go F himself and then walks off, and Jack kind of smirks while telling Kate that he needs glasses. She thought was hilarious. Well, it was kind of funny. It was. I was like, one point Jack. score? (laughs) We should start. (laughs) Well, uh, we then go back to the jungle with Boone asking a limping Locke if he's okay right before Locke falls down. Boone insists on taking him back to Jack, but Locke kind of talks him out of it by admitting that he was paralyzed and in a wheelchair for four years before the crash, which is just another number. But uh, Boone asks why he was in a wheelchair, and Locke tells him it doesn't matter because the island allowed him to walk again. But now it's being a dickhead and trying to take it back. So he says that they're there for a reason, and if they keep going, he knows they'll find something that will help them open the hatch. So Boone helps him up as we get a go back to uh him and cooper doing some dove hunting and and have you, have you, have you guys ever been hunting no <laughs> yeah. super mario brothers duck hunting <laughs> i've been uh, fishing but i've never been hunting i've been fishing and like I've, um i i've never gone actual hunting because uh i'm not an I wouldn't say I'm technically an animal activist, but I think I would cry. That's what I, I actually yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, I feel like I'd feel bad, but I guess it depends on what it is. Like, I had a full-on breakdown one time <clears throat> because my friend at the time had a snake, and we went to the store to get a mouse to feed the snake, and she made me hold the mouse on the way home because she was driving. <laughs> and I, I just, the whole time I was staring at the mouse running around and being alive, and I was like, when we get home, he's... He's going to die. And I just, I started crying. I just couldn't, I couldn't take it. I had to leave. Uh. Like once we got to her house, I got in my car and left. Cause I was like, I can't, I can't watch you feed this mouse to your snake. I love your snake. He's a really cool snake, but snake. I can't, I can't watch him eat. <laughs> we raised ducks and chickens and then we had them for dinner. And I hate mice. I was probably would have been fine with it, but. um, I didn't really eat the duck cause I was, I was probably in junior high and my dad just like butchered it in the backyard and plucked the feathers and i was like i'm not i'm not gonna do it i think i took a bite and then i was like no i can't do this this is weird and i'm not really even a big fan of duck so so uh john ends up killing a uh dove and cooper decides it's time to lay it on thick by calling him his son and then that he's happy that Locke's crazy mom found him so they'll be able to spend time together before he dies and damn. The only note I wrote for this flashback was that's a stupid hat. That is that yeah, he was wearing a beret. I didn't even notice the hat. Yeah, he was wearing a beret. He looked like he was trying to be a French painter. Like it's a black, <laughs> it's a black beret. Brain, yeah. Like that's not a hunting hat. Like, Special uh, operations 
special forces hat. Mm-hmm. It's not green. It's black. It's not like he's a green beret or anything. Like, it, even the way he was wearing it, it looked stupid. Mm. I have to go back and watch it. So, yeah, you, like, I, like at this point, I was like, oh, I hope his dad's okay. But, like, you were just like, this guy wants something still. Yeah. Okay. The only thing I noticed was after <laughs> Boo, or after Locke shot, you said it was a dove? Yeah, it was a dove. He, like, picks up his shells. Yeah. Which I was like, damn, like, he's keeping... Gotta keep it green. <laughs> no, he's like, uh, basically kind of like sweeping up his tracks. Like normally, you could track somebody where they gone and where they hunted, like based on their shells and where they leave them. But well, it's also not it's littering. Also picking too. up his shells on the way. Yeah. Well, they were obviously on somebody's farm. It and looked like it. It looked like it. Yeah. Maybe the farmer was like, "I don't care what you do, as long as you clean up after." <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Probably. Uh, so we get another. Go back to Boone helping uh, Locke through the jungle. They stop for a break and Boone tells him that Teresa was his nanny when he was six. And he purposely kept calling her up to his room because apparently that's how he was lashing out because his mom was never around. Which I guess is how rich kids act out. I, I don't know. I don't know. I never had any. I don't know either. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. None of us are rich. But uh, anyway, so he tells Locke that uh, one day she slipped, fell down some stairs and broke her neck. And Boone's carried that, that guilt with him for years until he was finally able to take on a new batch of guilt after having sex with his sister. So, uh, I'm just kidding. No, he, did, he didn't feel bad about that at all. About no. which one? The sex with his sister. Oh, I was going to say, he didn't yeah. really seem to care too much about the nanny. Yeah, he, seemed, the nanny. He, he seemed like he was like... Yeah, uh, he seemed super broken up. It's all, It was also when he was six. So, you know. He seemed as broken up as, you know, he's like, oh, that. He was just being a little six-year-old shit. Yeah. Like, he wasn't like, it wasn't his fault. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'll get her to break her neck on the way up the stairs, down the stairs, whatever. Like, yeah. yeah. I it wasn't think his they, fault, but. I was thinking we need to start calling this island Confession Island, though. Because <laughs> it seems to be getting everybody to, like, confess to their sins and confront their past and their fears. Pretty much. <laughs> Got some special I powers mean, over here. I do seem to notice that everybody seems to have some sort of something they've carried with them that they are doting on or wishing didn't happen. Yeah. Or trying to correct. Skeleton in the closet. Uh, So Locke looks like he's about to say something, but then notices something behind Boone and starts laughing. Boone's like, what the hell's so funny? She's not my real sister. Screw you, man. And uh, so Locke points to the Beechcraft plane to hang him uh, halfway off a cliff. Locke is like, well, get your ass up there and find us something good. So Boone does what he's told, runs off, and like runs off as we get in there. Flashback to John and Cooper in a hospital, laying in separate beds next to each other and holding hands as some nurse comes in to prep them for surgery. Cooper tells John that he's thankful for him, and John's like, this was meant to be, and kind of gives him like a anything for you, pop sort of look. We then get another go back to the beach. Jack approaching Sawyer, who's reading, and tells him that he has hyperopia, and lets Sawyer <laughs> stew on it for a second before telling him he's just farsighted. <laughs> guy looked like he was gonna cry. <laughs> he did. I think he, he kind of did so, cry. He, I think so he was kind of crying. He looked really sad. Right, we're gonna have to start counting uh, Sawyer's pouts too, because this whole <laughs> episode <laughs> he had Kate face. Yeah. Uh, I, I do think it's kind of funny how Jack sort of messed with him, like I said, but do you think that, I feel like he would have stopped reading if he was getting headaches. 
I feel like he definitely, well, I can see how he didn't necessarily associate the headaches with the eyesight, but I feel like he definitely should have realized that his eyesight was not good. Like, Mm, I think you get used to how you see, because once I got my eye surgery, I started being like, man, this is a thing. (gasps) Wow. I can see this. I didn't know that was there before. Like, you, I think you just kind of assume it's the same for everybody. Like, Mm. I don't know. I have, I have weird eyesight problems, and apparently some of them are normal for other people, and some of them are not, and... I see a lot better with pretty much no light. Aaron definitely does not. I I can. I just prefer not Your to. Your phone is like the brightest phone in the world. I cannot. That's I have to have that. my phone on bright too. Uh, I I don't like my phone dark. I don't, I, yeah, I, I, I can don't read it. I just I don't want to sit there and strain while I try to like read, especially like that's not strain for me. You know when you're holding tension in your shoulders and you relax finally and you just feel that like. Sigh of relief feeling? That's how my head feels when I turn the light down. Like, my whole head just is like, that's nice. Why weren't you doing that before? Like, I can't, (laughs) I can't look Mm. at your phone when it's on full bright. Anyway, and then you also get headaches. Like, if he's farsighted, he would have got the headaches regardless, right? Or no? Just because of his vision and trying to, like, strain? Yeah. Anything, anything that was closer to him is going to be an issue for him. Okay. So anything that he's looking at, his hands, packing a bag, yeah, um, stuff that he's digging and burying around, his suitcases of junk that he's excavated and decided is his now, <laughs> anything that he's looking at up close is going to be an Got issue. It. Makes sense. He can see, apparently, completely fine if he's looking out to sea. Gotcha. Um, so he, ha- so Jack has Sawyer trying a few different glasses that probably used to belong to dead people. And then Sawyer basically makes him a new pair of glasses, or so, sorry, Saeed makes him a new pair of glasses out of two half-broken ones. Which I thought I was super nice of him. I don't think that's how glasses work, though. Like, no? usually, I mean, you can have two different prescriptions in your eyes. They're usually not that off. And you don't, like, like compensate one for the other to make them see better. I think they I think they probably went through a bunch of them and had him like try it on until he saw both like so this one works like he had probably had him see like I'm, like he's like this one works okay well that one's cracked well let's find you another one for this eye and then he went through yeah. a bunch more and found one that works for that eye too I, that I, would that would be I, I thought it was possible only because I've had that same situation like my my glasses one was 175 and one was just 75 like my one of my eyes was way worse than the other and then really? when my when my mom got LASIK, she got it years ago, like when it was first a thing, and they told her we can only fix one eye. One eye will help you see further and one eye will help you see closer. And your brain just kind of, I don't know, your your brain is a crazy thing, but your brain apparently just kind of makes it normal. And they told her she might need readers eventually when she's older, but. What are readers? Readers are like basically only for reading or something only for reading. Yeah, but if he's farsighted, he needs them all the time, right? Or no? I can't remember which is which. Like, Just curious. to be honest, I I thought 
I'd have to look it up. I don't remember which is farsighted and which is nearsighted, but whatever mine was, it was harder for me to see far away than close up. And the light affected it and the colors affected it. Like, I was also, I got tested at school. I was scatopic, which basically means you see better with certain colors than other colors. Like, I can't really read reds. I, they blur <laughs> together. I can't, if you write in red, I, I can't see it very well. Um, bright lights with black, if I'm outside in direct sunlight trying to read, the letters start to move and they look red. So then I have a hard time reading. I don't know. Interesting. It's it's all like I said. It's weird. It's all weird. But uh, uh, and that was one of the one of the two spoilers I ruined for Vanessa. By the way, for people listening, was the fact that Sawyer needed glasses. I don't remember <laughs> how, but I remember that I ruined that, which I was like, I oh, vaguely remember that. Yeah, yeah, he does need glasses, but it's not like it's like, oh my god, he's got glasses now. He can. See, see, so see ghosts. He could see. Okay, because he's far sighted. We were trying to figure out which is which because he's far sighted. Did you look it up? We did not look it up. I don't have my phone so, over here. So okay. if he's far sighted, he sees better <clears throat> further away. Okay. Right? Then closer up. That sounds about right. That sounds that about sounds right because right, I'm pretty sure it's opposite. Because if you're near sighted. You see better close up? Uh, it says, unable to see things clearly, especially if they're relatively close to your eyes. Yes, it's opposite. Owing to the focus of rays of light by the eye at the point behind... Okay, yeah. Hyperopic. So, he could see better with the polar bear that he was shooting at because the polar bear was further away. Yes. But he couldn't see the marshal because the marshal was closer to him on the floor. Yes, which is actually one of the trivia things. Okay. But yeah. Uh, so we then go back to the jungle with Locke watching Boone climb up some vines to a plane, which is definitely not very secure, and immediately begins moving around as even, like, when he jumps on it, it starts moving around. He climbs inside, finds a Nigerian map, and the plane tilts. He's tossed to the front of the plane, and another dead priest falls on him. Which I would start screaming, too. Yeah. Because I'm not cool with that. Yeah. Well, it's gross. Uh, Locke's like, yo, what'd you find, dog? And then Boone throws down a Virgin Mary statue which breaks open to reveal baggies oh. of heroin. What? Sorry, I don't know my Catholic stuff very well and I wrote a, a statue of Mother Teresa full of heroin and then I was like, ah, Teresa. Mother <laughs> Teresa? <laughs> I don't think they make statues of her yet. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, my bad sorry um completely off because i literally look mother, mother, mother teresa's, teresa's full, full of heroin oh it's virgin mary <laughs> my bad uh so boone is all like all that's in here is drugs and locks like i don't understand and i was like bro the island island obviously wants you to bribe charlie with the heroin to get him to help you like Duh. come on charlie's definitely gonna have a relapse i feel like there's definitely gonna be a charlie relapsing then i was like just Heroin have a shelf life, and I looked it up, and it apparently has a very long shelf life. Really, <laughs> I couldn't find the exact date, but there it was like, yeah, heroin and opium last for a while. It keeps for a while. Well, That's how why because while? they like, can say years, years because they can like stash it and hide it while okay. they're doing whatever the drug runners need to do, and yeah. Okay, so it should still be good for Charlie. Yeah. Okay. And I like regardless. I think he, I'm he'd still is he probably tell Charlie. He'd still probably try it. Yeah, I think so. 
Up in the pl- uh, plane, Boone starts messing with the radio as the plane begins to fall off the cliff, but then stops for a second. Uh, Locke, he's like, get out of there. As Boone begins using the radio, he calls a mayday out and someone responds, asking him to repeat his transmission. The plane starts moving again. And he's like, we're the survivors of Ocean- Oceanic Flight A-15. And then the person, did you hear what the person on the other end they said? Repeat, yeah. He, yes, because I wrote notes down. He said, there were no survivors. And I was like, oh, well, how do you guys they know? said that too? Yeah, he said. I heard him say there was no survivors on that plane. I was like, um, I'm pretty sure you didn't find dead bodies because they burned them all, and you didn't yeah. find the plane because they like. How do they know there's no dead bodies or that nobody survived? No, no, no. They they said they said that they're they replied with they're the survivors of flight A15. The people on the other end. Yeah, that's what they said. I thought they said there's there was no survivors. No, they they said they said we're the we're the survivors of of flight 815 like what jack or wait <laughs> they said that yeah they said that you're gonna which, pull up the script which i'm gonna double check but yeah like they uh because i have it right here so is you just when, blew her mind <laughs> when they found the other airplane or when they found the their cockpit, and the alien robots came, and the plane fell out, and whatever it was, Jack and Kate and Charlie was in the bathroom looking for his drugs. Is that what they said on their radio? Like, were they talking to each other through some kind of like no, time they, portal dimension? They didn't. They didn't use the. They didn't use the radio then. They didn't try. No, because they uh talked to the pilot, and uh. He told he told them what happened, like as far as the flight, and then the they heard something outside, and so then the pilot was stupid. And he climbed out, outside of the plane, and then he gets killed. So they didn't use the radio. They barely even got the got the transceiver out of there because Jack Jack grabs it at the last second before they before they take off. But yeah, here that's right. Oh yeah, okay. So it says uh, Boone's like, "Hello, can you hear me?" The radio voice says, "Repeat your transmission." Boone says, hello, we're the survivors of a crash of Oceanic Flight 815, please copy. And then Locke's yelling at him. And then the radio voice says, we're the survivors of Oceanic Flight 815. And then they say, I think they might have said something else. But Locke, you hear Locke saying, get out now, and the plane falls. It says overlapping. Yeah, so anyhow. Are they talking to their future selves? Mm. Like whenever they find this tower up on the rock, black rock, that's sending the signal. Good old Black Rock. Mm. But, uh, yeah. So, I, I didn't actually catch that at all. <laughs> like, the first time. At least you heard At least you heard uh, something. I was like, oh, they're always talking to someone. That's cool. Good for them. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I didn't catch what it said at all. I've, I, noticed that, I noticed that I've been watching stuff much more uh, critically. Like, stuff that, we usually, that we've been watching for entertainment now. Way more critically and then way more like trying to pay attention to everything now which i don't think i was doing when i first watched this but uh anyhow plane falls out of the tree boone's still in it and then nose dives like straight into the ground which is exactly where he was standing. yes which is he was in the front of the plane and that front of the plane just crumples like smashes in it just anyway so it and then it falls upside down uh lock manages to get up pull a and pulls a bloody boon out of the plane and throws him over his shoulders and takes him back to camp. 
You also hear some monkeys, which I heard the first time I was like, oh, I got to write that down. But like I was actually the time that I was uh, running and watching this. But I was like, I, we, the only reason I mentioned that is because we heard some monkeys, but then we never see the monkeys throughout the whole show. Which, sorry for the spoiler, but like... Spoiler? Thanks sorry. a lot. I, I wrote too. Monkeys seem really <laughs> upset. Which maybe it was because we were watching Tarzan last night. <laughs> <laughs> and I just happened to notice. But... That would have been great if they would have went into the song. Anyway. There you go. There's there's a song. <laughs> I was thinking a it's different a, one. It's a Disney reference. I was thinking the two song. worlds. I don't know which two one. Two worlds, one family. <laughs> Uh, it's the world of the monkeys and the world of humans come on (laughs) all right so uh we then go over to the cave the caves where uh kate thanks jack for helping sawyer and jack is like come on girl i didn't do it for him but then before he gets a chance to ask her to like go steady and maybe like do it like jen's like everything i do i do it for you uh Locke shows up with boom Exactly. Uh, he's like that song stuck in my head again. He was just about to start going into the to the Brian Adams song, but mm. Locke shows up with Boone. Jack asks him what happened as he sets him down. And wait, did I skip that part? I think you did skip that part. But now I'm like, where is it? You didn't talk too much about. Oh yeah, no, I did. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get back to that in just a second. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so. So yeah, uh, Said makes him the glasses. Jack gives them to Hurley, and Hurley immediately makes a Harry Potter joke after he puts them on. And then this, then that, that was the spoiler thing. But yeah, yeah, I just thought it was funny because he he like dishes out and calls him Harry Potter, and Kate laughs. He gets all like upset about it and everything. But I thought I don't know. Was Harry was Harry Potter the movies out by two thousand five? Yeah, the books came out. I think the first one came out in like two thousand one. Right, but I just didn't know about the movies and everything. Yeah, the, no, the movies came out in 2001. Like, the first one, I oh. think, was, like, 2001, 2002. Okay. Yeah. No, t- uh, oh, yeah, maybe. No, because I, I, I went on, I think I went on a date oh. to one of them, so. Well, oh, then I don't want to tell you when I've watched the first one. Okay, let's, yeah. <laughs> How old you were, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, okay, let's, let's, uh, okay, so. Uh, Definitely elementary school, John. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> All right. Well, uh, okay. So over at the caves, they're like, uh... <laughs> Locke shows up with Boone. Jack asks him what happened as he sets as uh, he sets him down, and Locke says he fell off a cliff. So Jack rips open his shirt, and damn, it looks like a, like a Velociraptor went to town on him or something like that because he was yeah. tore up. I didn't actually see that. Yeah, no, you were you were reading. You were reading. After your reaction, I was kind of glad I didn't notice. I mean, I can show you a picture. Nope, because I was watching Grey's Anatomy this weekend with (laughs) Pete, and there was a pretty gross scene that had Pete's cat, by the way. Yeah, with my cat. That's our favorite show to watch together. And um, (laughs) there was a scene where some guy literally like busted his own guts out from coughing it was disgusting nice and they showed everything so sorry um getting a little torn up around his chest and stomach area is fine as long as i don't actually see guts popping out and protruding yeah we're good uh oh yeah okay okay, so uh jack tells kate to grab something to stop the bleeding and then lock ask lock to tell him what exactly what happened but 
that that's, that guy's nowhere to be found. Like, he took off. He's crazy. Well, you know. So, uh, <laughs> Jack uh, starts calling him and says, like, lock, lock, as we get a... We go back to the hospital with John waking up after the surgery and noticing the bed next to us is empty. He asks the nurse where his dad is, and she tells him that he checked out already and went home. So, anyway, so Locke seems all confused and asks the nurse... Ask, asks the nurse if he left a message, but she tells him no and then leaves to get him some juice. John tries to sit up, but kind of winces in, like he winces in pain, like he got his kitty taken out or something like that. And, and then like his mom walks in the room. She apologizes before telling him that she needed money and that his it was his dad's idea. Uh, Locke's like, whoa, lady, what happened to Immaculate Conception? Damn. <laughs> and she admits that Cooper wa- said the only way that Locke would give him the kidney is if it was his idea and that Cooper told her where to find him. He knew he was out there. He had no use for him until now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I was saying. Like that, I just got that right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. He knew he knew he was alive. Yeah. yeah. The but, problem uh, is me me writing these notes when I'm sober. I just take everybody for at their word. And then <laughs> once once I've been drinking, I'm like, oh, I get more uh, clarity. You get more wise, wise and world weary. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like streetwise, you're like, uh oh, what do you want? Exactly. Uh, so <laughs> Locke uh, begins start kind of like starting like just first at first like disbelieve like you know he wouldn't do this to me he wouldn't do this to me and then kind of like starts crying and then like rips out his ID which ouch that that hurts. Hmm. And then he I, get I don't know that I had an ID but I assume it, it it hurts. I've never had one in my hand. A I don't think. I've had worse. lots of IVs. Have you had it in your? It, I've had it in my in my uh, arm before, right I'm, here. Okay, and you're sitting in your hand. In my hand. I think that was the one that hurt the most. Everywhere when they pulled it out, I can't remember because those things don't, those things hurt when they. You know what? I probably had just squeezed out a eight or nine pound baby, so <laughs> taking out the IV wasn't really that big of a deal to me at that point because I don't remember it hurting at all. <laughs> well, all your children still- are eight or nine pounds. Those are big babies. Yeah. But, uh... I was only six. I, do you know how much you weighed? I don't know how much I weighed. I found my birth yeah. certificate. I was, was six-something. Yeah. I have no idea. I mean, the average is, like, for <clears throat> girls, is usually, like, six to seven. Boys can be more, like, eight or nine. Having a ten-pound baby is, like, super rare. Yeah. Uh, I mean, not that it doesn't happen on the regular, just it's... Yeah. Less likely. Yeah. Uh, so he, yeah, uh, was yelling at his mom, rips the IV out. He gets out of bed, dry, and then, like, kind of, like, starts walking away. He then drives. Which I'm like, he's walking. Yeah. Uh, for some reason. Oh, you thought that the kidney thing was going to, like, paralyze yeah, him. Yeah. For some reason, yeah. I thought there was complications with the surgery, and that's what messed up his legs. Apparently, I still that's kind of what happened. Also. Why I thought he was going to get shot by his dad while hunting. I thought that's what was going to make him get paralyzed. Wait. Damn, because like, you, you watch you watch too many, like, shows where people just fuck each other over because, holy <laughs> shit, like, the, yeah, whole time, when, the whole time I was watching, like, him and his dad, I was like, oh, good for him. He found his dad. This guy deserves uh-uh. a break. But then, like, as it got further along, I was like, oh, it seems like his dad might die. That sucks. But you're like, oh, this, this motherfucker wants something from him. Yep, he was going to, I was like, uh. He wants something from him. He's gonna. At first, I thought he was gonna try to kill him. And then, and then when they were hunting, I was like, "Don't stand in front of him. He's gonna shoot you, and that's how you are not able to walk anymore." 
Yeah. But I did not think that, but now I'm I. thinking I should have since I watched so much soap operas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost disappointed in myself that I didn't think that. So uh, he gets out of bed and then he drives himself over to his dad's house and demands the security guard opens the, open the gate. The guard apologizes, which is like, just like the nicest guard ever. Yeah. Good old sweet Eddie, the security guard. Anyway, name? his name's Eddie. Joe. Oh, it was? Who's yeah, Joe? Yeah, it was Eddie. He keeps calling him Eddie. Uh, and then the security guard apologizes and tells him he can't do it because apparently, apparently everyone knows what was going on except for Locke. Because the security guard's like, sorry, John. And like, I'm not allowed to let you in here. That's so sad. Yeah, like, because, I, I don't know. It's, like, and then I started thinking, like, do you think that the, the, uh, the private detective knew? Or, like, I'm, I kind of wondered started, about that. I started to wonder how far back it went. But then, like, John would be the one that hired him. Right. Yeah. So, but th- why did he like, hire him? He, why did he hire him? Because he probably looked him up. I don't know. Exactly. Like, was there a power of suggestion behind that particular? I don't. I don't know. Like the the only reason I think that he might not have hired him is that, or not might not have known the detective is that, like, there's a. I'm, I'm assuming there's more than one. He he lives in L.A., so I'm assuming there's more than one private detective yeah but that's that's the only like it was it was just because it seems like everybody kind of knew except for Locke in this episode yeah but that guy is not great well that that he was the, what was going on anthony cooper come on that's really good yeah like and it sucks because all all lock want to do is hang out with mr cooper you know he's like <laughs> okay that's that's only for vanessa apparently because he's, he's like he's like god i just want to hang, hang i'm just hanging with mr cooper and he's just like I, I really, I'm, I'm definitely gonna make that into a meme. Like I'm gonna take the logo from Hang with Mr. Cooper and. <laughs> Erica doesn't know what's going that. on. Yeah, uh, she's, she's too young to get that. I know that it was a stupid reference. It wasn't stupid. She it wasn't it funny. stupid. It was just... a good show. <laughs> you, you know what's funny? I is... appreciated the joke. <laughs> Thank you. At least something did. Uh... <laughs> so. Uh... I started with this next scene where he like. He's watching him through the gate. He throws a yeah. fit in his car, which I have definitely done before a few times. Well, this is also why I can't get rid of my car. We've had well, history. Okay, so we lock. Uh, he gets out of his car. We see the back of his shirt is bloody because he apparently just left the hospital. Yeah, I was like, who let him out of the hospital? Yeah, uh, like either that or like someone spilled Kool Aid on the back of him, like he's next to a little kid or something it's like his that. Juice. Yeah. She was gonna give. Yeah, she was getting him juice. Maybe he just like lit like. Anyway, so uh, he walks over to the gate, all pissed off, while the coop like you can see the security camera like, watching him. So the guard tells me he has to go. So then we cut to lock, which was what Erica said. Drive like driving and justifiably like freaking the fuck out, just like pissed, and I think probably like a mixture of like mad at his dad, but then like mad at himself mm-hmm. or like. Letting it happen. Yeah. But yeah, like, starts to cry, like, banging, like, he stops, he stops the, he, like, starts to cry, and he stops his, he stops his car, and he, uh, just, like, thinking, like, kind of, like, thinking, like, feeling sorry for himself, probably, which is when you thought that he was going to get hit by another car. I thought he was going to get hit by another car, and then I was like, this is how he gets paralyzed. You you, you honestly don't remember? I honestly don't remember. (laughs) I told you, this is the first time I'm watching these episodes in, like, ten years. I didn't remember uh, at all until I listened to this. So, yeah, so Locke is, like, freaking out, screaming. He stops the car so he can have a good cry. We then go back to the jungle with Locke 
with him kneeling on top of the hatch door. He's like banging on it with his fist, just all upset, just like crying, like screaming, like, I've done everything you were supposed to, like I was supposed to. You come on, man, give me a break. But then suddenly stops when he notices a light turn on inside the hatch and sort of like begins like to lovingly like pet the hatch, like the, the window a little bit. And then we get a and then he goes. Good Which they have made so much noise around that hatch. Why is the, why are they just turning on the light now? Um, is that, I, I, is that I don't know. I, I mean, I do. No, it's it's fine. I just I like I I, I like I, mean, I, I was been, only saying you've been digging around this hatch. You've been banging on it. You've been hold on hot cha on top of the because it's not it's it's more than just disturbing the hatch. It's following whatever the island is telling him, and exactly. it's there's what 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 what, what, more, what number of day is this? Does it line up with one of the numbers? 39. The, wait, this is 33 or something like that? You said 39 40? to 40 something? Oh, yeah. What are the numbers? Uh, 42 would be the number for the 40s. <gasps> so it could be this the 42nd day? This is for day 41. Oh, it's midnight though, maybe? <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Although, maybe what the is... 42nd day and all it of a sudden... Said the 40 se- for the 42nd day though. Uh, maybe like it, they 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 don't know if it's midnight or not, so they're just assuming it's day forty one. But it could have been after midnight, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is what it was like during the show, like when the show was airing with people on the internet. But I love that stuff. I'm so no no it, no. I'm 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 totally fine. Yeah, with yeah. It. It, what, just, like on the website, the hatch. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just funny because like it, that's how it was. It's like well, maybe it was like. The, the numbers are like it's it's the forty second day. We know we're on forty one, but it could have been the forty second day. And every forty second day, the light goes off, <gasps> and you're like, "Oh my god!" And then someone else is like, "That is the fucking stupidest thing that I've ever heard." Are you stupid? Like- That's the only thing I hate about watching shows when they're not airing is I want to look up and see what people said about specific episodes, but there's too much of a chance of getting spoilers, so I can't do it. Yeah. So the show that I had a really hard time with that with was The Tudors because it's literally history. And so I kept looking up, is this real? Did this actually happen in history? Which started my whole rabbit hole thing of how I am now about the monarchy for England. But anyway... I, I ruined that whole show for myself. <laughs> like, just literally looking up actual history as to what happened yeah. for the characters in that show. I was like, I knew that was going to happen. Mm. Like, that's also why Rain, it's a CW show about uh, Mary Queen of Scots, completely ruined for me. I knew which characters were going to die and which ones weren't because... I'm going to start watching that, so don't tell me. <gasps> okay, I won't say anything. I love that I show. You want to you tell me when you're watching it. I'll rewatch it with you. Don't read Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, don't read anything about because about it the, will the ruin it. Person. I started watching it one because it was about Mary Queen of Scots, love her, but two, it has Megan Follows in it, which is the actress that plays Anna Green Gables. And so I was like I have to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the original Anne of Green Gables? Yes, yes. Wait. Oh, okay. okay, the red-headed lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She plays um Catherine. Cool. Um that was that was why I kind of liked watch that was why I liked watching WandaVision cuz it was like the first time that since yeah. probably this show that I was like you cuz you're trying to figure out the whole time what's going on and you've got like and it, it's it, it's great now because 
when this show came out, the internet wasn't as like expand Closer? expanded yeah. like ex- yeah as it is now. So now I don't have to listen to a bunch of like. I mean, you can go onto like into like a Facebook group or onto something like that, where you can see what for that show for this show or no, the Wonder Vision. Oh no, I I just read articles. Oh, I didn't read anything. I had zero misconceptions or anything about. I think I I literally went into that show exactly how I went into this show. Like, what's going to happen every week? I didn't look anything up. I didn't have any idea as to. What I was supposed to think was happening. Oh, no. I, I was only, like, looking. No, it it was all theories. Well, you yeah. mentioned with the show that you didn't like how it ended because you were like, oh, it's it, it went completely Marvel at the end. And I was like, I I don't know how you felt about WandaVision. You, except for the fact that you it? said you bought your eyes out at the end, which I did, too. Okay. Where Aaron... No, Aaron the, went the to end, the bathroom the in the was... middle of that episode, and I'm like, <laughs> like trying to hurry up and check myself before he came back out and the saw ending, me crying. But the like, ending was fine. Like that part, that part I liked. It's the, the, the only other time I was like that was with Six Feet Under, the, the which fact... I was like bawling my eyes out. You went to the bathroom, and I was like, gotta hurry up and check myself before he sees me bawling my eyes out. Oh, that's why I went to the bathroom. Were you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> Honestly, um, I don't know if other listeners or Vanessa, if you've seen American Horror Story, honestly, I thought WandaVision took the same direction that American Horror Story did, where it tends to start off half the season where it's a whole mystery and you're like, what is going on? And then the other half of the season is just pure, like, down, down the chute. Like, That's so not good. I like not it good. better towards the, I like the second half better. I liked knowing like WandaVision. So when WandaVision. did you when did you think the second half started? Well, there was only what nine episodes, ten episodes. Because for me, the second half started as soon as they brought in what's her face as a witch. Uh, wait, she was in the whole the whole show. She was though. with the whole show but once they introduced her. But once they introduced her as was, a witch, that was I was like, that, that was like within the last like three or four episodes. Yeah, three episodes. It, it for me. That's when it went downhill, <laughs> except for the scenes of her in Vision where I just bawled my eyes out. It was, um, I had a hard, I watched the first episode, maybe some of the second, maybe not even the whole first episode. And I was like, what is this? And I had a hard time getting into it. And I kept seeing everybody, WandaVision, WandaVision. And I was like, I know it's going to be good. I just need to sit down. And I didn't watch it until after everything was out already and then i just kind of binged it and i it got better once they introduced the outside world for me okay i I liked i I see like we watched every week yeah and aaron was just like i haven't felt like this since lost (laughs) like well just because you don't know you don't know what's going on yeah so like which is nice because like this this show has the same sort of thing which is funny because like I don't think I started questioning things. I thought it was a little <laughs> weird the first episode, but I don't think I started questioning things until the second episode, where there's the weird radio thing and the flash. Yeah, and, yeah. Well, on then on top of that, like it, we also watched it week to week, to where if if you're what, what, like when you were binging binging uh, Wandavision, 
was it is it not like easier to like okay i guess i'm going to the next oh might as well go to the next one now like when you have a like when it stops for the week and then you have people like throwing out a, you're reading like articles about theory yeah. theory like oh they could go this way could go, could go this way could go this way it's a little different to where that's if you're like how yeah. lost was at the time yeah that's how, and also exactly. it was week to week you had to wait week to week because it was broadcasted it wasn't binge it yeah, wasn't so, on Netflix or anything. It was, yeah. and that's on what I like about Disney Plus is that it's week to week. Like I like that uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier is week to week, and yeah. I can like we can make our guesses and we can you know make our come up yeah. with theories about what's going to happen because they could publish it like Netflix and put out a whole season, but they don't. Yeah. You know what? I am totally okay with that with those shows. Because they are limited run, like they're limited shows, and there's not going to be, there's probably not going to be more WandaVision. No. No. Um, I assumed it was okay. And there's maybe going to be more of the Falcon Winter Soldier. I really, really like WandaVision, and I feel like this Winter Soldier is just very flat for me. I don't care. It's just because it's like a straight, it's like an action drama. I legitimately don't care. It's an action drama. It's a a completely different show. I like it. I like Bucky. I, oh, I like (laughs) opposite, I guess. Sam. I really like Sam, and I'm just waiting for him to get the shield back, but that's it. Like, I That's don't... not why I like Even... Bucky. It's not sentimental reason. She, she likes I just him. Think she he's likes hot. Him. Yeah, exactly. Well, I she like him Bucky like you like, like Sawyer. Sawyer. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yikes. I, I, I think I... She likes Sebastian Stan, is basically... Gotcha. <laughs> I just really like Sam, and I really can't wait till he gets the shield back, and yeah. I see that he's just a really great guy and i think he has that same soulful american way about him that the original captain america had and i think that he could be a good like that's obviously why he was picked yeah and i just i can't wait till he realizes that's why he was picked and gets it back and that's the only thing i care about to, to keep going with that the the thing with this is is that the show knows how to write the characters this show Jesus. Should have got that on film. I know it. Uh, I'm really glad uh, it was off screen because it was really dumb. I'm so sorry, Pooch. Scared the shit out of me. Oh god. Um. So okay. So as far as far as lock goes, because we're done with the episode now, right? We finished the episode. Yeah, we got a. Okay. As far as lock goes, I think that I think characters like this and the writing for this episode is a reason why this show outlasted all the other shows that came out at the same time that tried to kind of do the same thing. Like stuff like Heroes, and then all the other, like the other ones that I can't remember because they were only on for one season. Can't wait until I really want you to listen to that podcast I listened to because you're literally making the same points. Which podcast? The one that I listened to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna give them a a shout out to their podcast. Go ahead. Which no, because if it's good, like it's 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 through the looking glass. Um, a lost something or other i can't super remember the exact name of the podcast but it's show critique writers and she put on a great podcast she it's had like six amazing, episodes or something it's only or like 11 or something like that. no it's only like six or seven episodes she made great points so did her guests she even the last episode gets the Vanessa. main writers to come on well like, i won't I honestly, I super, I binged right through it, was done within a couple hours with it. And every point she made, I was just like, yep, yep, 100%. Like, 
The only reason I don't listen to stuff is because I don't want to take the their ideas. You make the same exact points she does. Okay, I just want to take their ideas. It's just so crazy to me where I'm like, I've already heard this once. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it's it's just a, doing a better version of something that's like that everybody else is trying. So it ends up being a little more popular. It ends up being a little more memorable. And it just, it, it ends up staying on the air, basically. Apparently the only show before <clears throat> this that people were like. Like gung- this with? Yeah, like this with and gung-ho for and had like a blog that they wrote on and everything was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Huh. Never and watched the, it. the blog Not was, right. oh, Vanessa. <laughs> uh, the blog <laughs> that they wrote for was the um the club or whatever instead of the hatch. Like wow. everyone moved over from what's the club called? Do you remember? I don't remember. Uh, we just no, no, I don't I remember. Don't. I, anyway, I everyone moved over apparently from that website to the Hatch and started making all the same sort of predictions. Hmm. But okay, so the we also find out how uh, Locke learned how to track and hunt. Any any thoughts as far as Locke for this episode? What what were your, what were your thoughts that you were gonna say at the beginning? I was like, oh, I was just. <sighs> I has your opinion on him changed much? Has yeah. it changed? Uh, not really. I don't think my opinion really. Sex phone operator jokes aside, whatever. He's still weird on the island. He has some daddy issues, okay. obviously. Um, he had. Um, it's, it seems like all the well, best that's, cowboys do. Well, exactly. That that's a that's. Like a running theme for the show, though, because like yeah. between like wall, like it's like Walt Boone has daddy Sawyer, issues. exactly. Yeah. No, every every single every single Jack. character does. Jack does, Sawyer does, Son does, uh, yeah. Jin does. Jin has like oh yeah, his daddy issues and her daddy issues. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, Kate, we haven't seen anything about yet as far as her as far as her family. I don't remember. Yeah. But uh, I, I I like I yeah. But uh, and then there's Charlie, who I don't know if we do see his family anyway. But like, mo- well, I mean, he most had of daddy the char- issues with Lucy's dad. <laughs> so, <laughs> but most of the characters like that's like a running yeah. theme for the show. Daddy issues. Yeah. Um, I think it was weird. Like, I felt like does he if he doesn't follow these signs and. I don't know. I just don't know how much to like to like as far as like his connection with the island. Go, his connection with the island. I mean, obviously, there's more there we don't know about, and I just want to say he's crazy, and everybody's crazy hearing voices. Yeah. But there's stuff there. Like if he doesn't follow these signs, if he doesn't do what the island is telling him to do, is the island gonna take back what it gives him, or what it gave him? Is he going to start yeah. losing the ability? Like, was he losing the ability because he just wasn't getting it? Like, he wasn't, he couldn't open the hatch. And the hatching was weird. I don't know. I don't know what to think about the hatch. But Yeah, so he obviously has, like, some sort of connection with the, like I said, with or like we were saying with the island. Like, considering, especially considering, considering his dream. Yeah. So, like, he, he saw the plane. And then he saw what happened to Boone, and then the Teresa thing too. But he didn't tell Boone what he like he t- and then to he get didn't to tell get Boone well, that he looked bloody exactly in his dream. Yeah. to get Boone to do what yeah. he wanted him to do. He told him about Teresa, but he neglected to tell him about the fact that he was all bloody. What does his mom have to do with it? 
He, I, I, I don't know. Because at first I thought his mom's name was Teresa, but her name's Emily. Yeah. I wonder if he didn't. Maybe just people aren't as clueless as me, and he did get it. But I'm, I was, I didn't put that together. Maybe he didn't put it together that he's he was bloody because of what happened. Maybe he thought of that, like realized it afterwards. Maybe he thought yeah, it was important true. because he saw his mom. Because his mom said he was special. Yeah, but he got to be careful with those moms that tell you you're special. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, but, like, you think, like, he neglected, he did neglect, like, to tell him, he's like, oh, yeah, you were, but, I mean, I guess, I guess, like, if it was me, I would have been like, oh, yeah, you told me, but he's also trying to get him to, like, help him, like, to continue to help him go, so he's like, like, it's, it's, like, I agree with what you're saying as far as, like, you don't know that's going to come true, but you're also kind of manipulating him still, because, like, granted, it's not that hard. Because it it's boom, but Pence I, just wants to be accepted. Exactly, so bad. He wants to be helpful, regardless if there's a pin involved or not. Yeah, but uh, yeah, uh, so okay. And then the other thing I had is, do you? Does it seem like they were trying to do some sort of misdirection with Locke's dad as to what? Which I don't, because I'm drinking enough now to I don't remember, but. To where they they like were like trying to make it like the flashbacks lead up to, to his dad dying instead of him conning him out of his kidney. Uh no, because I thought his dad was up to something the whole time. Yeah, but like if you weren't like thinking like if everyone's I, out I to get you. A... <laughs> yeah, sick. I don't think everyone is out to get me. Okay, <laughs> I don't have issues. I don't have daddy issues. A cynic. If you weren't a cynic, uh, is that better? I don't know. I just I only thought that this last time. Because they kept doing it, like, like it didn't, granted, yes, it did kind of seem after rewatching it, but, like, the first time I watched it, it didn't really seem too much like he was trying to con him. And then when they go to Locke waking up in the uh, hospital room, and his dad just, like, it's empty bed, and then he's like, well, what happened to, like... Oh, no, I knew he was gone. I don't know how to not think like a cynic, I guess, because I knew he was gone. I knew he had taken off. <laughs> it never crossed my mind that he died. Yeah. I, I was just curious, cause, like, because that's the only other thing, like, I was trying to think about it. What did you think the first time? Because you're not, you're not so I don't cynical. remember what I thought the first time. The only thing I thought this time was I was seeing parallels to Rex. Okay. Which is a parody show. Yeah. That came out a couple years ago to this show. Yeah. Which, after you see the show, you should watch that show because it makes that show way more. Uh, we uh, will probably end up watching that show, uh, like the the pilot at least, of eventually because it is a very, very good parody of The Lost Pilot. Yes, 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 yes. But anyway. I think, um, I think the thing I'm focused the most the first time I watched this on this episode was how creepy the Teresa thing was. I don't think I focused. <laughs> That's what you thought about much, for the rest of the episode. Yeah, I don't think I focused as much on what I should have taken away from the episode as what I did okay. take away from the episode. What you said, uh, your opinion of him changed, and it was I'm assuming it just made him like he was just more pathetic, right? I think before I was kind of like how Walt is with him, where I looked up to him and I was like, Walt, like, Locke's a warrior. And <laughs> I just thought, like, he's amazing. And yeah. then after this episode, I think I felt a little bit more, especially by the end, where he's obviously devastated as to what happened. He obviously kind of feels guilt. 
about Boone and what's happened with Boone? Yes, he does. Yes. You can I tell. Agree. Yes. I Otherwise, agree. he wouldn't be crying. Um, I also think that he... I think he yes. was crying I, for the island. Yes. I think it was both. Yes. I, th- I think it was a I mixture... Don't, I think he felt the island betrayed yes. him and taking away someone he was starting to care for. That and it took it away without letting him into what yes. he was trying to do. Yes. It didn't give um, back. I... It just parallels with his dad, pretty much. Yeah. I, I guess I started to think that a little bit more pity... Not thinking he's such a warrior in the fact that up till this point, he seems really smart. He seems like the smartest guy in the room, basically. Like, you can come up to him and he's got an answer for everything and he doesn't have the answers. You see he doesn't. And he's asking the questions now. Like, why? His, His flashbacks just make him, like, the character, the character arc of the character seems sadder and sadder. Yeah. Like between the this one and the last one, you're like, oh well, shit, man. But and I'm yeah. guessing the next one because we didn't find out how he got paralyzed yet. Yeah. Yeah. Which I really assumed we did, but we did not. No. So, yeah, my I guess my faith in him as an overall warrior and to lead me <laughs> anywhere has been shaken. All right. Yeah, just he's just like a guy that's like. Doesn't have the answers either. No, he's just trying to find like the meaning of, the meaning of life, based, like it, like just trying to find meaning in his life. Yeah, and he's just lonely dude. Yeah, yeah, but okay. Uh, and then like, sorry, as far as going to the characters now, it's like Boone. Eh, he's fine in this episode. He didn't really do anything too Boone like. He didn't. He didn't. Did he? I mean, he was actually he ate shit and hurt himself. So he, that wasn't his fault. That was Locke's fault. Yeah, that was more Locke's fault than his fault. How it okay. In defense of Locke. Okay, say Locke's legs were working. I think Locke would have climbed up to that plane himself. Probably. And would have gotten hurt also. So I don't really see how that's his fault. Um, I think it was his fault for suggesting he should do it by himself. But even if he was up there with him, he would have just weighted the plane down more. Like I don't see how I don't see how any of this was preventable or a or a it was totally preventable but <laughs> it was preventable yeah. by not getting in the plane at all yeah. but i mean like at that point once they found the plane are you really not going to climb up there and go check it out yeah and then someone's gonna it, even if I even if boone didn't somebody else would have yeah one of them would have they would have stopped making the raft and tried to see if they could make the plane work again like somebody would have climbed up into if it they and just would have got anybody involved. i probably exactly. would have gone up behind it and pushed it so it would have been on the ground and safe for me to go into. Yeah, especially when it started moving. Yeah, I would not have gone into it. And damned if something got damaged and and whatever I was looking for was lost, I I would not have gone into the plane while it was still in the tree. I would have like pushed well, it out. And especially been safe when he it. jumps I on the plane. When he jumped on the plane, that scene in uh, the recent Tomb Raider, because I was like, "Don't get in that plane." Oh uh, well, no! When he jumped in on the plane, we've it, seen what happens. It's tilted, like like it yeah. moved yeah. right away. Well, Pins isn't very smart. He wouldn't have noticed the trajectory of the plane was headed straight down. Yeah, but I don't know. Anyway, so uh, okay, so as. And then, like, he got a new pin for his collection. I feel like he's in <laughs> heaven right now, honestly. I mean, he, seriously, uh, in heaven. R.I.P. Boone. <laughs> <laughs> he's still alive. There, he's still alive. But 
so uh, Sawyer, uh, moving on to the other character person in the story, Sawyer is like it. It was it was a funny sort like it's just like it was, a funny like secondary. Yeah, it was plot like a comic to, relief section. Yeah. Of the main plot, apparently. Because like nothing really happened. Because just, do we really care yeah. if he needed glasses? I mean, I did, no. but you know. I didn't. <laughs> and then, as far as the hatch, that light came on. Like, so there's like a Motel Six in there or something. Or <laughs> I just really legitimately was like, "Why now?" Because you're crying and pounding on it. Because I don't know. Because when that trebuchet went down, you that would have made way more noise. Yeah. But Alien robots. Unless no decided it was calling. time. Yeah. And I don't like if. It was waiting for the island was waiting for him to do whatever the island like what did they really accomplish? They found the plane, but did they find anything? The only thing that I really well, aside from the radio thing, he kept looking at the maps. I was like, why are we looking at maps of Africa? We know the guys from Nigeria or whatever, but I don't care about the maps. And the maps kept like he looked at it and then again when he's going to the front, they're in his way again or like, yeah, they made a big so deal about the maps. I, they made a big deal about the maps. They kept showing Africa, but I thought they were supposed to be close to Thailand. Uh, they're supposed to be in the South Pacific, so yeah. Like, well, that's that's where the pilot said that they were. Correct. Sp- yeah, that's what I was. I don't know. That's why. That's why Boone mentioned that. What's a what's a Nigerian priest doing in the South Pacific? Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, the island is like a magnet for planes because how many planes have crashed? And so the drug runners, the their plane, the plane of the people that were in the caves, the, I guess it was a boat. Wait, was it a boat that the scientists were on, right? Yeah. 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 That's why I just I assumed it's a it was magnet like a for crashes. The triangle situation. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's how it works. What? The Bermuda Triangle. What about it? That's how it works. Magnets? That's yeah. what the legends say. Is that what the legends say? It's like a magnet to suck oh, I don't know. stuff in. That's, you know, Amelia Earhart disappeared there, supposedly. Um, <laughs> But uh, the uh, the the light coming out of there seemed to like, snap lock out of his uh, it's like fit of anger and be like, oh, there is meaning. Like, that that was pretty much the sign he was looking for, apparently, because he like yeah. stops all of a sudden. He starts petting that door, like he's like, "Oh yeah." Did not notice the petting. So yeah, he kind of like does like a holy crap. I guess sort of my main thing was kind of like, why is the light turning on now? Yeah, I yeah. it just the light didn't make any sense. There was nothing that I noticed that really would have made it turn on, other than whatever supernatural island business is going on. Yeah. That we don't know about yet. Um, and then we'll get to Jack after the teaser. Which, but any other thoughts on the episode before before that? Kate seemed like she was <coughs> leaning back towards Jack again in this episode more than Sawyer. Yeah. The last time we saw her, she was more Sawyer invested, and now again she's more Jack invested. Yeah. It seems she seems <laughs> very much on his side. It was both because she helped Sawyer. She out asked too. Jack to help. Sawyer, but at the same time, she really didn't have much interaction with Sawyer except to laugh in his face when he got called Harry Potter. She also helped him with the headaches, Uh though, too. Okay, and then, uh, can you watch something on? Do you have something to watch, watch together stuff on? Yeah, send it to a text message. Okay, I'm ready to push play. I'm gonna push play now. Go for it. Keep him steady. Jack, what's going on? 
are not gonna die. I am gonna save you. It's too cute to die. Where? What are you doing out here? Oh God, you're having. Oh a baby. my God, is she finally gonna Somebody have a baby? Help! You have to deliver the baby. I'm so scared. I'm scared too. Let me go, Jeff. I'm not gonna let you give up. And all new, <laughs> Lost, next Wednesday at eight seven Central, oh, only on ABC. You know what would be really funny is when they made Vampire Diaries, they made this his vampire origin story. (laughs) And like, this is how he died and turned into a vampire. That would be funny to me. That would, I would laugh so hard. That would be great. (laughs) We'd lose so much. Okay. So the next week's episode is about Jack. Again? Yeah, it's it's another Jack episode. Have we learned everything about him already? Pretty much. Haven't we already had two of him already? Like three. Yeah, so it's focused on Jack, uh, which we haven't seen too much of since probably the episode when Ethan dies. And then Claire is ob- is having her baby this time, maybe, or she needs to have the baby. I'm over yeah, she, it. She's like she's like three years pregnant. <laughs> yeah. But uh, and then I'm sure it'll be uh, fun for them trying to tend to Boone and deliver Claire's baby at the same time, which uh, I didn't notice, but it looks like they're gonna just have Kate do. <laughs> Because they said, <laughs> like, gonna you're, cry. you're delivering. <laughs> yeah. You're just going to have Kate deliver the baby because she's a girl? Uh, I mean. Misogynistic show. Jesus. Yeah. So, uh. <laughs> I feel like Sun would be a much better choice. Exactly. Maybe Sun's busy arguing with Jin. Maybe he's talking to her again. Maybe. I don't know. But, uh, okay, so quick trivia for this episode. So, so, so like Erica said, uh, Sawyer's farsightedness is revealed in this episode. However, in the uh, audio or the audio commentary for the episode, I do, I do, I do, Carlton Cuse, who's one of the showrunners, states that it is, it is evident from the start of the series. And in the pilot part two, he successfully, successfully kills a polar bear with his gun, but then in Tabula Rasa, he misses the marshal's chest, even though it was like he was super close to it. Which stationary. Yeah, which I feel like was a plot hole they just, they just kind of closed up, but whatever. And then uh, this is just for me, Seems apparently. Seems like a very trivial plot hole. Yeah. But uh, Anthony Cooper's license plate reads for Trio 19, and it's the same plate as uh, the hearse on, in Terminator 3. And I just kind of like that, that little tidbit right there. But, uh, and then the last one is that this is the first episode co-written by the executive producers and showrunners Dim Lindelof and Carlton Cuse. But, uh, and then onto the Sawyer's nickname game. And I forgot that we were doing the Hurley's dude count, too. He wasn't in it. Really. Yes, he was. He was, I mean, in, he was he in it for was that one for scene, but he, 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 got a, he got a dude in there, though. Did he? Yeah. Okay, so did you guys count the, the nicknames in this? I didn't count the dudes. Okay. No. What'd you get for your nicknames? One, two, three. Okay, so it was three. And then the guests for last week were... Three ducks? Yeah, three ducks. And then the guesses for last week were Erica 5, Aaron 4, Damn. and Vanessa 3. Damn. So Vanessa won again, Woo-hoo. which I think puts her at 5. Yes. Oh, turkey. But then turkey. the dudes were 1, and then Vanessa had 1, I had 2, and Erica had yes. 0. You were up 6-pack. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she won. Woohoo! So, so think about what you want. Make okay. it as, as expensive as possible. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and then uh okay so the guesses for next week uh it's me starting off with the the sawyer one and um i'm gonna go with i'll go with two 
And then, Vanessa, you're next. I'll say three. Three? Okay. I hate being in the middle, but... Can you go high or low? I'm going to go low. Low? One? Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then the the, the dude count is me first again, so... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go zero. I'm gonna say two. Erica. No, it's, it, well, apparently we didn't do the same. Oh, order, we're going so backwards. <laughs> oh, that's fine. So I was Erica doing one anyway. So one. Yeah, okay, two. and then you want to do two. Yeah. And then, but, like the last thing before we go, uh, you want to do the, the 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 social stuff again? Okay. <laughs> if you liked our show, and even if you didn't, go and follow us on Instagram at you all every pod. Uh, where you can see the pout count, our drink recipes, and the name game. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook at You All Everybody, a Liquored Up Lost Rewatch. Awesome. Anything else? Nope. Nope. Cool. <coughs> okay. You doing it, Vanessa? I'm not drunk enough. Okay. <laughs> All right. Do 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 do